0: in this practice, beginning again, establishing mindfulness, presence of heart, awareness, attentiveness here and now in relationship to our present experience. How is it now? What are we present with? Noticing the body, the feeling, the breath. Sounds settling, grounding, feeling the seats, the earth beneath us, steadying. So, this uh, establishing, if you remember earlier in the retreat, we were talking about the middle pillar of the bridge, the activity of attentiveness. Establishing that through the currents of the mind, that which pulls and flows, the eddies, the momentum of the, the feeling of moving to the next thing, dwelling okay. different currents of the mind, plunging through that here and now, this practice of attentiveness helping to gather the energies of the heart, energies of the body, energies of the thinking mind. Patiently, gently, moment by moment. It's a patient practice, careful practice. The Retreat. We're moving into the last part of the retreat, but it hasn't finished yet. And still within the retreat, we're still very much in the heart of the retreat. Yet we can begin to feel the energies that push towards the finish and what we're going to do afterwards and what's going to happen next. And, and so learning to finish things before skipping on to the next thing is an art. It's a challenge. Sometimes we're so busy and so attuned to moving to the next thing, we don't notice the finishing or it's hard to be with the, to tolerate the energy that wants to push on out to the next thing, to tolerate that energy, not to be swept by that, for the sake of really continuing to steady so we can connect with some of the feelings that can come up Around moving towards endings. The wanting it to end more quickly, the not wanting it to end it can be quite uncomfortable. So, steadying in the midst of that and uh, maintaining presence so that we can practice when the retreat does finish or when something is changing in our life, moving from one thing to another we can practice maintaining our steadiness in an integrated way so that the energies that get released in that movement as the karma flows and the, the creations, karma meaning creations of what's happening next, what we create ourselves into, what we get pulled into, that it's not a sense of just being washed away and overwhelmed, that we, we ground our refuge is not so much in what's coming or the activity of what's next, but the ground of our being is rooted in this presence, in this awareness that we've been practicing, aligning with, noticing, steadying within, And noticing these, the endings, tolerating being with things as they arise. We like the arising of things, the birth, the newness, the new project. And then sometimes it's hard to stay with the momentum, <coughs> the patience it needs to see something through, and then the ending. So last night, Kili Sarah in his talk pointing towards in the the apprehension the realization the insight into the non-dying the ground of awareness the ground of the heart the present that which within which all of the movement is unfolding the, the amata dhamma the changeless dhamma one way of beginning to apprehend or notice the space that's always here, the heart that's always here, the listening, the awareness that's always here is through noticing where things die back into, where things end into, where do things cease. We're so occupied with the, the creation, the movement the quality of the movements in the vipassana, in the insight, we've been looking at the objects of our experience. First of all, they felt very much like me, me feeling sad, me being uh, overwhelmed, me being uh, worried. And perhaps we began to have a little sense of some space and we can say, well, this, rather than me being so, caught up in a hindrance we can say moments of this is the experience of desire or aversion or restlessness or doubt and contemplating that and yet we can get so caught up in the quality of what we're contemplating that that we don't, that we react to it if it's difficult we feel some sense of resistance or value judgment that it's that that, that it's uh, not good enough or where something's going wrong or we if it's a pleasant state of mind peaceful tranquil we like that so we get very very mesmerized and very um, very seduced by the quality of what we experience which is, which is okay you know it's not none of this is, is wrong we're just looking at a more subtler process of inquiry you know, whether it, we feel it's good or bad or should or shouldn't like or don't like but in this this contemplation of the changeless we're not it, it doesn't actually even really matter whether it's a pleasant sound The sound of beautiful music that carries us away. Whether it's a harsh sound, Mm -hmm. the vacuum cleaner turning on outside the door or uh, something that irritates the senses. What we can notice is pleasant or unpleasant that the sound Like the sound of my voice arises, has an impression, an impact, but maybe we notice the quality of the the thoughts that are being communicated, whether liking or not, or agreeing or not, but can we also notice where the sounds dissolve? Noticing the background the silence, the space. And this is a way of attuning our attention, using mindfulness attentiveness to attune not only to the content or the qualities, but also to attune to the context. And to the so I gave another example of the, the, the room, coming in a room, and noticing all the different people, whether we feel attracted to some and not to others or all sorts of ideas about all the different people we haven't even spoken to each other, but on a retreat, one can get all sorts of ideas about each other, which might be completely wrong. Uh, That's the way We pick up impressions, but do we notice the space of the room? Do we notice the space within which IMS is appearing as a retreat center? Do we notice the space within which the perception of the world appears? We have this idea of the world out there somewhere, New York City. Johannesburg, certain kind of perception, feeling, tone, images. But even as a perception that's arising within the awareness in the space, it's not a continual solid, unmoving reality, although we, it can feel like that. So in, the, in this meditation today, in this contemplation of the third truth, Being able to attune to the... This is where it it does need patience because of the... It's not very exciting, is it? Attuning to space, silence, peace. We we have much more... uh, Even if something's difficult, at least there's something happening. (laughs) At least we feel... We're alive, and you know, there's something that we're struggling with. We, we feel we're alive when we struggle with stuff. <coughs> so this, this non-struggle, the Third Noble Truth, is about the place of non-struggle, of letting be, of letting go, of noticing and being with the peace, the underlying spaciousness. These are just analogies, but it's a way of attuning the heart. Not being so addicted to the creations of thought, creations of our activities. And it's not, a, again, it's not a judgment value of on creation, creativity, thinking, doing, acting, but it's also being able to realize the context, the depth, the space, the undying, the unmoving. Another way that I find helpful to practice this is through listening. Usually we listen to sounds, liking, disliking, pleasant, unpleasant sounds. We can notice the sounds arising. We can notice the sound ending. We can notice the silence. Stillness, but can we can also inquire who is listening? Returning the uh, the sense of someone listening, returning the hearing to the heart or to the mind. Where is the sound landing? Where is the silence landing? Landing. So following the listening, listening into the awareness almost, resting, listening into the heart, listening as to where sound arrives. This is, a, as Saro mentioned, the term, the great reversal, which comes from the, uh, the Chinese... Chan Chirangama Sutra tradition which is occupied in part with the method of of Avalokiteshvara or Kuan Yin that we've been bowing to, the subtle method of returning the, the mind back to its source. The mind runs out through the senses, through hearing, seeing, thinking, tasting, touching. It runs out into the world. It's like we run out looking, searching, get exhausted there, get, get happy, get unhappy there. But returning, where is the source of that? Where is the source of the mind, of the heart? Returning and using the sensory experience to return. Who's thinking, who's seeing, who's hearing? Who's worried? Who's trying? Who hasn't got it yet? Who needs to sit another 10,000 retreats before we get even close? <laughs> you know, these different feelings and shapes of the self. So, this gentle question of who, and then just not. not asking the question to find an answer, and say, who, oh, me, that's who, me. You see there's different shapes of me, but using that inquiry, who is upset, who is worried? We, and in that, we, we, two things can emerge, both it can introduce us or induct us into the space of the listening, which is undefinable. You can't find. You can't really name or create as an object. It's just that which is absolute subjectivity, absolute receptivity, absolute res, uh, uh, presence that's receiving that that can know. It's absolute. What in the Thai forest tradition they call the knowing, the, the uh, wisdom, the knowing, the awareness, the. In, intelligence that which is receptive hearing listening present it can induct us into that ask the question who there's no particular answer and there's just the receiving the presence but it also can illuminate the shapes of self so today also not only inquiring on this this day of the retreat accumulating and building on the work that we've done, this inquiry into the subtle aspect of the heart, quality of presence, awareness, not attaining, not getting rid of, nothing to get. But also being able sometimes when, as... There is more rootedness in presence. It also becomes revealed are the shapes of the self that are unhealed or unintegrated. The deeper patterns or what's called sankharas, tendencies to worry or fear or uh, lack of confidence, self-worth, longings, restlessnesses. patience boredom all of these shapes of the self that come up as voices, as feeling, as dread as anxiety as hope so it's really important if that's part of our experience to be to, to know how to meet those shapes yes meeting them with mindfulness, attentiveness, inquiry, knowing thought as thought, feeling as feeling, but also meeting with with a great deal of gentleness and kindness, this metta, which at its heart means softening, it means receptive, it means allowing space for, it means non-condemnation, not dwelling in aversion around. So yeah, we're, we're exploring that heart, that's, that awareness, presence within which all is manifesting, but we're also touching the manifested, touching the experience of self with, with kindness. This kindness is, is, metta, is, a, is this metta, as an essence. And before it becomes a formulated practice, is the attitude of: Can we have all the time in the world? Can we give space to that which is painful or difficult or whatever is emerging, without being swept away, or shaped, or overwhelmed, without aversion? Can we, this listening, listening into this, what's called listening into the self nature, but also listening into the shapes of self, listening into the the worries, the fears, the self-condemnation, the doubt, the confusion, the restlessness. Is the suffering the experience or is it the wish that it was another way? Where Where does the struggle arise? So this meeting and in, in the awareness that opening isn't an abdication from our human experience. It's a capacity to embrace more profoundly, listen more deeply into our human experience, more sensitively, more accurately, more realistically. The space, silence, inner listening—the awareness is there. It's never—we're never apart from that. We're not going to find it. It's, it's always—it's inherent to our nature. We're resting, trusting that ground of being. And relaxing there with our breath, steadying with our breath. And then within the heart, we experience the the sensation of the body, the, the feeling tone, the heat, the cool, the impulses, the memories, the stories, the raw energies that can come and visit the resistances, the hopes, the longings, the awareness of our field of relationship, different people come and visit. Kisara okay, so was mentioning last night again from the. Uh, this uh, teaching from Kondanya, the one whose Dharma eye opened on hearing the teaching of the Four Noble Truths that uh, was, was uh, communicated as the, the host and the guests being the host, receiving the guests, all the different guests that visit, the wanting it to finish so I can get out there and do all the things I wanna do, the wanting it to never finish, <laughs> the planning for the next retreat, the planning to never go on retreat again, the feeling of being successful, the feeling I haven't even got to one breath yet, and they're already talking about the, the uh, transcendent deathless dharma. I'll never get there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hopeless. I, I don't know what to do. Uh, I'll have to listen to all those talks again. You know, the, the, all of these different uh, thoughts and perception, just listening to those, not giving them... Power, not being shaped by them, not disbelieving them, but not believing them. Finding the refuge in that which is listening rather than becoming shaped, rather than denying. <laughs> listening to the forms, the shapes, the self, the self in its manifold appearances, the world as it's un- unfolding in this heart, and listening into that which is r- hearing the Kuan Yin, the one that listens at ease to the sounds of the world. Being in the seat of Kuan Yin, being in the seat of the heart. resting in the ground of our being moment by moment. just like to, uh, in terms of keeping the form of the retreat, um, <clears throat> to encourage us to continue with the silence, holding the silence in the retreat, to continue with uh, holding the form, the sittings and the walkings, um, to use the time as well as you can at this stage. And uh, it's easy to get dispersed, to just keep gathering in, um, to also... If uh, you feel like uh, chanting or something like that, rather not do it um, outside of the hall at the times that we're doing it because although it might be a wonderful expression of devotion um, for you, it can be disturbing for other people. So to, um, you know, just so the sensitivity to each other and to, and to the silence and to, to the maintaining of the, of the form um, this is, just takes all of us a little bit of that extra awareness to, to hold the retreat together. Um, appreciate that. And to, to mention that we'll be seeing some of, uh, some of you today again. That uh, The periods that we have for the interviews, we're going to hold that quite strictly so that we can move to see the next person. So um, just to be aware of that uh, in the interview space. Okay. Otherwise, um, wish you well for your practice today. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.